inherited IRA rollover rules. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's advents, if you get an inherited IRA, what are your options? What can you do? Can you do a rollover, conversion, invest it, traditional stocks, alternatives, real estate? When do you have to take distributions? I'm going to unpack all those questions in today's podcast. So an inherited IRA, and I'm going to focus on non-spousal inherited IRAs. So non-spousal inherited IRAs, meaning you have received an IRA from a non-spouse, like a mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, cousin, friend, whatever, just a non-spouse. Because the rules are quite different for inherited IRAs from a spouse. So if you are married and God forbid your spouse passes, your spouse's IRA, you have the option to just move it into your name, right? So then there are no more spousal IRA rules. It, IRA just becomes yours. So if you're under 73, you don't have to take requirement and distributions. It's a Roth IRA that your spouse had, now it's yours. If it's a traditional IRA your spouse had, now it's yours. And if you're over, if, if your spouse uh, was over uh, 73 or and uh, passed, then you would move it into your name. And depending on your age, you would uh, have the right to either not take RMDs or have to take RMDs over a 10 uh, year period. So I'm going to focus on today's podcast on non-spousal since they're a little bit more confusing since the spousal um, IRA inherited rules are, are pretty simple. You just move the IRA into your um, name. So let's say, God forbid, you uh, receive an inherited IRA from a non-spouse, like a mom or dad, uh, what happens? So let's just start with the traditional rules. It's a pre-tax IRA, a SEP IRA, a simple, maybe it's a rollover 401k, your mom or dad or brother, sister, aunt, uncle uh, had a 401k, passed, it got rolled into an IRA tax-free. And now what are your options? So basically, since the SECURE Act 1, which was passed in 2019, uh, in effect 2020, Believe it or not, the IRS has not got their act together and they still do not have final treasury regulations on how non-spousal RMDs work. But it's essentially if you're, if the individual was alive after 2020, so passed from 2020 to 2023, or whenever you're watching this podcast or listening to it, I should say, um, you generally have 10 years to pull the money out. Okay. There's still some uncertainty as to whether you have to take out a pro rata percentage each year, or you can wait until the final year. But for traditional IRAs, it's believed you have to take it out a little bit each year. If the individual um, passed, so if you're, you're listening or watching, you have an RMD, inherited non-spousal, um, the individual passed before 2020, um, generally you're allowed to do um, you know life expectancy, which allows you to kind of stretch the IRA out because the life expectancy is your life expectancy. So you have to eventually deplete that inherited IRA, but you're gonna have many, many more years generally than just 10 years. So the reason the IRS switched to the 10 year rule is to compress the amount of years you can take an RMD, which would obviously increase the amount of distributions, which would increase uh, as a byproduct, the amount of tax the IRS collects for um, you know, pre-tax IRA. So generally, the person passed after January 1, 2020, generally have 10 years to pull the money out. 
If they pass before, it's going to be off your life expectancy, which generally longer than 10 years. Um, you just follow a formula each year. You plug in the amount, your age, um, and you're going to get the number. Uh, and eventually it's going to be depleted. One thing to keep in mind, or so, uh, several things to keep in mind. Uh, Pre-tax, non-spuzz, sole inherited IRAs cannot be converted to Roth, and they cannot be moved to a 401k like a solo K. They must stay within the inherited IRA world. You're stuck in that world. So now let's move to, excuse me, non-spousal inherited Roth IRAs. Um, generally, right, if your spouse passes and leaves you a Roth IRA, you don't have to take RMDs, right? Roth IRAs do not have RMDs. Why? Because when you're, if you have, if you're a surviving spouse, your spouse passes, had a Roth IRA, they move, you move it to your name, right? And now the Roth IRA is in your name. And since Roth IRAs do not have any RMDs, you don't have to take any requirement and distributions in your lifetime. Sure, you can take it out. Once you're over 59 and a half, the Roth's been open five years, you could take it all out tax-free, but you're not forced to take an RMD. However, when you receive a non-spousal inherited Roth, so from a non-spouse, you have 10 years to pull it out. It's believed that the 10 years, you can pull it out whenever you want. Since it's not subject to tax anyways, it really doesn't matter if you take it out a little bit each year or you just pull it out after you're 10 or you're five or you're seven. So that's the distinction between the pre-tax IRAs and the Roth. We're still waiting for final treasury regulations in terms of how the pre-tax IRA, is that gonna be a pro rata formula a little each year or do you have the uh, freedom to kind of pull it out after you're 10 and just make sure you have enough tax to cover the RMD for the entire pre-tax IRA in year 10. For Roth IRAs, it's understood that you can pull it out anytime you want since it's not a taxable event. And um, that's kind of how it works. Roth IRA, non-spousals, obviously you're stuck in the Roth IRA world. It can't be rolled into 401k. Uh, Roth IRA can't be changed back to pre-tax anyways. Um, so that's not really an issue. So that's kind of it. Um, it's not super complicated. Secure Act 1, uh, try to simplify the non-spousal inherited IRA rules since you make it a 10-year rule. But anytime they try to simplify things, uh, they obviously uh, directly or indirectly complicate things. It's the way the government works. That's why we, we don't love big government. Um, it's taken the IRS almost four years to get this straight. Uh, I probably could have drafted the language in a half a page and just said, hey, you have 10 years to pull it out, uh, whether it's in year one, year five, year 10, it's up to you. Just gotta be done, depleted zero by year 10, whether it's a pre-tax IRA or Roth from a non-spouse. Sounds pretty fair. I mean, sure, I would have loved to stretch it out over my lifetime and, and be able to maintain the IRA for a longer period of time so it can keep growing, but, you know, sell a V, uh, but why not simplify it and just say, hey, whether it's a pre-tax or Roth, we're giving you 10 years to deplete the account um, and that's it. You're done after uh, year 10. That would have made a lot more sense. But um, hey, you know, I guess people in uh, Treasury and the IRS, they have to um, show their worth. So they like to complicate things. So they, um, I guess, can keep a job and, and sound pretty smart. So that's it. I uh, hope you guys understood uh, the way the non-spousal inherited IRAs work. Just remember that Non-spousal inherited IRAs pre-tax cannot be rolled into a 401k and cannot be converted. They must stay in the uh, pre-tax inherited IRA world. It's just kind of locked uh, up and, and that's the way it needs to stay.
Um, that's it. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Uh, appreciate you uh, listening. If you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you're enjoying the amazing content. Yeah, it's free. Isn't that incredible? We generally post three to four videos a week, three podcasts a week. Um, you should subscribe because we go live. I go live like probably once or twice a week. So uh, if there's something interesting uh, or just bored and want to just kind of get some content out, I started a new um, video series called Self-Directed IRA Tip or Story of the Week. And I basically just go through a client story that interests me, uh, kind of a fact pattern and then talk about uh, the solution we um, came up with to uh, make the investment more tax efficient and hopefully allow the client to achieve uh, their goals, excuse me, from a self-directed retirement standpoint. So definitely check it out. If you're listening, you can obviously pick up the podcast um, anywhere you pick up your podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever you can find it. Uh, it's a weekly podcast. So hope you enjoyed it. Otherwise, uh, take care. Have a great day. I'll see everyone again next week. Ciao.